I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Josh Reese and Aaron Rosa. How's everybody doing? Nobody you're... fucks with the Jesus. There you go. Okay, there's my quote. I was wondering if, if wonder if the catchphrase was coming. To Wait, me. are we reviewing uh, the Big Lebowski? No, I'm just doing a quote. That's your new quote. Josh gets his little salute. You get your yeah. intro. I get something. Wait, so every week you're gonna have a different quote? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he hasn't okay. decided he's yet. He's just feeling it out. Two weeks in a row doesn't make a thing. Next See? week he's going to go, family. Are you calling no. yourself the Jesus of the podcast? <laughs> no, it's just a quote. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Superstar. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a good movie for sure. But uh, I feel like we watched a better movie. Certainly uh, one of my favorites. Mine you know, too. We yep. had a free week because uh, no big movie came out. Or nothing really that I wanted to see. Uh, I've heard good things about the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, that's right. That's what came out. <laughs> I can't believe it actually beat John Wick. I understand it's John Wick's second week, but it did barely beat John Wick. Did I see right that this movie came out unopposed? Like nothing else new really came well, out against this. That's how mo- that's most movies that come out nowadays. There's there's not there's not many anymore. Right. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah. this month is kind of kind of busy because you're also getting uh, Super Mario Brothers next week. That's right. We're gonna watch that next week. No, like really, December's the only time nowadays where like two giant movies are competing against each other. Mm. It really doesn't happen often. Um, like uh, I guess Shazam. What was it? What came out the same week? Shazam uh. and Creed. No, it wasn't Creed. I no, think Creed have might that. have been the week before, maybe. Right. But, but anyways, that, yeah, not a lot of competing movies uh, coming out the same uh, day anymore. And that's right. definitely a change, because even back in the day, like, before, you know, pre-Avengers movies, because now it's like when there's a big, massive movie, nobody even bothers. But back in the day, there would be, like, you know, Speed would come out, or Men in Black would come out or something. There would still be two or three other movies that would come out that same weekend. Yeah, right. You'd they spend your whole be, weekend at the movie theater. Yeah, they wouldn't be big movies necessarily, but there would be multiple movies coming out each week. Yeah, mm. but they're not anymore because most right. studios are afraid to even make a big movie anymore because right. they're afraid it's going to bomb in theaters. I mean, Babylon, what was the opening weekend of that, Josh? Wasn't it like $8 million and that movie cost like $300 million to make? Uh, <laughs> that it's, was... gonna, it's one of the biggest flops of all time. How did that cost 300 million? I mean, look, I was guessing, but it cost, I know it costs like over like hundreds of millions. Like it costs a lot of money and how it has Margot Robbie as Brad Pitt. Right, 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 right. And it was actually a really fucking good movie too. You watched all of it? Wait. Oh, no, I must be thinking of the other one. New New Amsterdam? What was it? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. The one with Margot Robbie. I I guess I'm getting the confused. Yeah, you are. Because Babylon also had a big cast. And it also did not do very well in the movie theater as well. No. Uh, it's saying uh, they lost $200 million with Babylon. Jesus. Yeah. Oof. So guess what comes out after Super Mario Brothers, the week after? I don't know if you remember. Uh, um, Fast 10, right? Renfield. Oh, Renfield. Yes. yes. I thought they came out the same week. No, I just looked next the week after. 
Oh, April fourteenth. Okay. So yeah, so it's gonna be a pretty pretty busy month. Yeah, Power Rangers. Well, we're not gonna watch that. That's a Netflix <laughs> thing. Uh, when the fuck does so Fast Ten is May, right? Yeah, dude, May is Fast Ten and Guardians Three. Oh, May's wow. gonna be. So- oh, and Little Mermaid. We'll oh, have shit. to do that one. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, next week we got Super Mario Bros. But uh, all right. Before we get to Men in Black and everything, well, first, go to patreon.com slash hollywoodhogwash. Uh, we're currently reviewing The Mandalorian. Uh, we're going to be all caught up this uh, this week because we're going to be reviewing episodes five and six. So if you like The Mandalorian and you like us, uh, just go to patreon.com slash hollywoodhogwash. We have over 100 people on there. Uh, it's only $3 a month. You can cancel anytime. Give it a try. Just like you told your buddy in college, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> Josh knows what I'm talking about. Anyways, I don't know what let's, you're talking uh, about at all. Was that something about, you told your buddies, Andrew? Let's talk about that must the, have been. Josh, Josh, don't talk back to me. Okay. Oh, that's right. This know your role. This isn't the Josh Reese show. It's the Andrew Pisano show. Know My your bad. role. My bad. I forgot. Of course it is. Yeah. What show isn't the Andrew Pisano show? Uh, the Eagle. On this can you guy. do impressions? I can I don't do think tons so. of impressions. Not well. Is Should what I bust I meant. some out? <laughs> no, please, God. Anyways, uh, we got a new trailer. We got some news and rumors, a.k.a. the Hollywood hogwash. So hit the music. Uh, so, yeah, Marvel released the uh, Secret Invasion trailer, finally, starring Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. And uh, we're going to watch this right now for the first time. Neither of us, none of us has seen it. So uh, here we go. I think that's Nick Fury. Fury. Nailed it. Since you've been gone, things have gotten much worse. I wish she's How do you think I came back? I have a beard now, so you're in no shape for this fight that lies before us, old friend. Oh, I like her. This is personal. Very few of us know about the wars fought in the shadows that have raged on this planet. Oh, shit. Hmm. Do you feel responsible? Where are the Avengers? This war is one I have to fight. Alone. It's like he's not even next Wanted man on the planet. You don't know what they have planned for you. The great Nick Fury. What the, is that Venom? Oh, interesting. <laughs> what the fuck was that? One last. June 21st. So obviously we're going to have a fucking shit ton of scrolls in this movie. That's for sure. 
It's a TV show, but yeah. Wow, well, you know, it's a it's a it's a movie caliber TV show. Sure. This is yeah. going to be a series. Yeah, six wow. episodes. Yeah, like all the all the Disney Plus uh, Marvel shows are six episodes. So I guess the only Avenger that's going to be in the show is, uh, I guess, um, a War Machine. War Machine. Well, you don't know. Maybe some others will show up. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, it leaves you wanting more. We really didn't get to see too much. So right. that's good. So much is spoiled nowadays. Like, I feel like I know everything that's going to happen in the new Flash movie. Well, but- another trailer will be released at some point, of course. You know that. Mm. Yeah. They've already shown us too many awesome scenes of Renfield. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which so is a little is, bit concerning. Yeah. So this is good. They didn't give us too much. Yeah. I mean, kind of down on Marvel right now. That's why I'm not overly excited for this. Yeah. Uh, I hope it's good. <laughs> I'll just say that. We would uh, it, love to be proved wrong. It looks like a more gritty Marvel show than than what we've had in the past. So, that I mean, that's... That leaves me a little bit hopeful. Why is Nick Fury so depressed? He, well, he's Nick Fury. I mean, last we <laughs> saw him, he was uh, he was with Miss Marvel on the spaceship, mm-hmm. and he was looking out at the beach, and he seemed fine there. Yeah, he was like, "Come on, everyone, chop chop." I don't even remember what movie that was. After was it Spider Man? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> So this is going to be released on June 21st. June 21st. So Interesting. I guess that'll be our next six weeks on Patreon. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised, you know, it looks like we might be getting like a really, maybe not R rated Nick Fury, but you know, more of a, more of a badass Nick Fury, you know, oh, well, it's like a so. Nick Fury that doesn't give no fucks. Well, who knows what we're going to see. I don't think see. if he ever gave fucks, but yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean, who knows what we're going to see. Now that they're doing Daredevil Born Again, we're going to see Burnthal Punisher. Who knows what we're going to see at this point? Right. Yeah. Speaking of Burnthal Punisher, I was watching some of the uh, King Richard movie because it was on TV uh, at, at the hotel we were staying at. And uh, John Burnthal plays like this dorky tennis coach. And it's unlike any role he's ever played. It's like, this guy was the Punisher, and he's like, all right, girls, let's get at it. Come on, guys. It's just like, holy shit. He's so fucking corny. It's, it's weird to see him in a role like that. But he's such a good actor that he pulls it off. Well, that's good. I'm, yeah. I'm remembering when he played in that, uh, what was it, the Noir movie, the, the prequel for The Sopranos. And he, uh, oh, Many Saints of Newark. Many Saints of Newark, and he just like blew the brains out of the guy that he was driving the car in with, and... What? Yeah. You mean when he shot his wife's weave? Oh, he shot his wife's weave. That's what it was. <laughs> he didn't shoot someone's oh, head shit. off. I thought it was. Okay. Because uh, that, 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 that was a callback to the TV show. Oh, shit. They mentioned that in The Sopranos that he got so mad at her that he, like, shot her hair. That's right. He shot, like, he shot, like, yeah. Huh. And then they did in the movie. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't, you know, that movie was not very good. No, that movie was not very good. Uh, some more Marvel news. The Hollywood Reporter says that the Fantastic Four movie is getting a rewrite mm. from the writer of Avatar, The Way of the Water. Wow. This is bullshit. Yes, it is. You know, the one thing that I loved about Avatar, Way of the Water, well, I guess it was really nothing. And it definitely wasn't the writing. 
Uh, I heard Mr. Sure. Fantastic's going to morph into a whale in this movie. I'm sure there will be whales in this movie. <laughs> they can't possibly fuck up Fantastic Four again. Dude. What? That's they all can't. they do. That's all they do. <laughs> they can't. Have they ever made a good Fantastic Four they movie? Can't. They've done this shit twice. They made one in the 90s. They've done uh, they've done it twice, and that's not even counting the 90s. They made a TV wreck. movie in the 90s just so they could keep the rights to the fucking franchise, <laughs> and it was terrible. If you're counting that, it's three times they fucked it up. <laughs> That's a pattern. All they know how to do is to fuck up the content. And then the first one they made with Jessica Alba sucked. <laughs> then they threw Silver Surfer in the second one. It still that sucked. Galactics. Galactus was a cloud. He was a clown. He was a fucking cloud. Well, look. Because they were like, well, Galactus well, looks too ridiculous for a movie. We can't do that. Uh, you know, then fucking Thanos well, 10 years later. Well, look. I'll say this. Th there was a comic series it was uh ultimate galactus uh -huh. and they did that where where galactus wasn't you know big giant purple man he was like a swarm of ships he wasn't a cloud he was like a swarm of ships but it was he was fucking scary that was a scary um i think there was a three-part series of trade paperbacks uh, that cover that whole series. And that was a great story. If they made that movie, like the ultimate Galactus story, not, you know, the cloud that was in the... You, well, the but you and Griffith, just Galactus the is one. going to be Galactus from the comics as everyone knows him because... Yeah. Um, What's the fucking movie? Eternals. Eternals. It has uh, what are they called? Oh, Those I know. Giant about fucking them. gods that are like Galactus. Like they're all in. Right. It. So right. he's he's definitely gonna be one of those things for I, sure. And that's what we all want to see. I'm just saying it's possible to do the swarm of ships thing and have it be good. They did it really great in a comic series. They just fucked it up in the Jessica Alba. Yeah, you can't sequel. you can't make him a cloud. It could Gil have been Gilgamesh. Great. Is that what it is? Gilgamesh? What? Gilgamesh? I don't think so. No. 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 Eternals. It was like a, it began with a T, like ter, ter, it was something terrestrial or something. Mm. Anyways. Well, I mean, yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even see the last reboot. Did you guys see the last reboot of Fantastic Four? The one with Michael B. J Jordan? Yeah. I, uh, I, didn't, no, I didn't. No. So no, no, no. Yeah. No. I mean, I wasn't excited and then it got horrible reviews right away. So it was like, yeah, why bother? Uh, and I like the Fantastic Four, but like, like we said, all they do is fuck it up. So like, I had no interest to see the Michael well, B. Jordan Well, it's one. funny when we heard years ago that MCU was going to get a crack at it for the first time. We were hopeful because at the time MCU's making Infinity War and right, you and know Endgame. But now I don't have much hope. No. Well, look, when we all watched the Doctor Strange sequel and we all saw Jim Halpert as Mister Fantastic, it was great. We all yeah. popped for that, right? Right. That was great. That we would love to see a movie starring him. I think everybody would love to see that, but it just feels like they're not going to give that to us. It's not going to be him. It's no. not going to be him. I think they pretty much already said that. Yeah. Uh, they need someone like James Gunn to do the Fantastic Four movie because it kind of is, you could make it like Guardians-y because it's a group of four people, you know. Um, you got to get someone like James Gunn to make these characters interesting because they have yet to be interesting on screen. Just in a live action version. Just like give phase six or whatever all to Taika Waititi. I think we'd be fine with that. Sure. I mean, a lot of people didn't like Thor 4. I still liked Love and Thunder. Yeah. I was fine with it. It was one of the better phase 
whatever we're fucking in movies. I don't care what people say. I still loved it. Um, but yeah, I mean, come on. It, it doesn't even compare to Ant-Man. Ant-Man was terrible. Ant-Man was um, terrible. You know, a lot of these were. So we'll see what happens. Uh, some more MCU stuff. The Hollywood Reporter also says Liv Tyler will reprise her role as Betty Ross in Captain America Civil War. And my question is, um, why? Why do we need Betty Ross? I guess Hulk's going to be in it. That's I mean, why? Unless you're bringing back Ed Norton. I you mean, they brought back Tim Roth to be a joke. Right. A fucking joke. Uh, an, a, a fucking abomination that looks like a teddy bear. He looked like a fucking teddy bear. Wow. They really ruined the Hulk. And it's so weird because when, when I saw Endgame and they made Smart Hulk, I thought it was great. And it was great in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a nice change of pace. It was like, oh, that's awesome. He's, he's Smart Hulk again. But then they ruined it because he went from Smart Hulk to, like, Smart Dumb Hulk, like he was in She-Hulk. And then it's just like, oh, I left, and now I'm back, and I have a son, and... I guess you'll see that movie another day. It's like, okay, sure, whatever. Whatever you say, Bruce. Yeah. And now you have Betty Ross who, you know, like Liv Tyler was in the Ed Norton one. It just, it's just weird. It's well, just it's, weird. It's a lot like, of why, different crossovers. Why not recast Betty Ross? You recast Bruce Banner. Right. It's just, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why is she? I, I don't know. Well, uh, they're just grasping for straws at this it's point. It's true. Because they know that they're losing ground. Oh, my God. Liv Tyler from Incredible Hulk? They know they're losing ground. They know everybody's popping for DC right now. They're desperate. Yeah. Well, the, the only thing I can think that why she's going to be in it is because maybe uh, well, in Captain, Captain America 4, maybe there might be a, a heavy presence of the Red Hulk. Well, and, yes, he is. Remember, Harrison Ford is playing her father. Right. So, of course, that's why she's in it. Yeah. Um, but, again, you recast the general because uh, that actor died in real life. Right. So, yeah, I don't I don't see why it's so necessary to, to bring Liv Tyler and not just recast it when so many of, like, everyone really is has been recast in, for the Hulk stuff. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't, uh, it's not a, not a name that really excites me. But so maybe they okay, think it is. Here's my real problem with it. I actually like Liv Tyler. She's a fine actress. I really love the Incredible Hulk movie. I thought Ed Norton and Liv Tyler worked well together. I always liked Ed Norton better as the Hulk than Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo's like this dumb guy. It doesn't make sense that he's a scientist. He looks like he just wants to fucking drink beer and watch football. Um, but like the the problem I have with it is Liv Tyler, we haven't seen her since 2008. Right. And they don't even mention her in any of the other movies. And Bruce moved on and he fucked Natasha. So what's Why is she still what and then like almost 20 years later you're going to bring her back? Yeah, like what's said, she been doing desperate. for the past? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're desperate. They will 2008. Throw, they will throw any shit at the wall at this point. They, this movie's coming out in uh 2024, it's 16 years later. They they fully understand like okay, we're the company that gave the world Endgame. Yeah. And we're losing ground. We're losing money. Nobody gives a shit. They understand that they are in trouble, and they're just throwing shit at the wall at this point. Sir, we've got Harrison Ford. Yeah, but we need to make money with this movie. Get Liv Tyler. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hey, that, yeah. that's a that's a solid combo. That's a solid combo. A one-two punch to DC. I'm worried. 
Yeah. I'm worried it's going to suck. It's going to be like, oh, no, Harrison Ford, what did you agree to? <laughs> I'm worried about almost everything Marvel at this point. I yeah. know. Except for the Daredevil show. It's it's one of those things, like any type of Marvel news you hear, you're automatically like, uh, it's kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. It, it, even if they're like, uh, Marvel bringing back Iron Man. Oh, not Iron Man. Oh, right. No. I mean, look at the Secret not Invasion. Like <laughs> right. Look at the Secret Invasion trailer. They basically showed us nothing. Like, there's not even a reason for us to even post that anywhere. <laughs> like, yeah, who's clamoring really for Secret Invasion too? You know that, and it it kind of seems like it's going to be more of a Agents of Shield type of show, right? Like, Maybe. not you know this is this is a universe where we've had Thanos, and even when you're not dealing with massive threats like that, you still have great individual movies with great villains, and this just. Agents of Shield was fine. It was it was fine, but for the movie level characters, the movie level storylines, it feels like they're just taking all of these things and just reducing them to six six episode. Well, you know, yeah, and you, and you saw in the trailer there was that newspaper headline, you know, because people still read the newspaper. Hey, and it was like do. "Donde está Avengers?" <laughs> right, <laughs> it's like. They just threw that in there just so that you're watching the trailer like, oh, are there going to be Avengers in this show? No, no. And it's like, no, just Don Cheadle. Yeah. <laughs> and pro- probably one scene. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, Nick Fury? Fuck you. All, All right. right. <laughs> All right. You do you, bro. Yeah. Rody um, out. Rody out. That's his new thing. Uh, so do you guys, did you guys like Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Yes. I never saw it. It's a fun okay. movie. Yeah, I thought it was It's pretty good. I so was Netflix, Michael Sarah. Yes. Michael Sarah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Netflix announced a Scott Pilgrim anime uh, is coming to the streaming service, uh, but it is with the movie cast returning to do the voices, hmm. and they basically brought back everyone. That's smart because I mean, because that that had uh, I think it had Brandon Routh in it also, didn't it? Yes, I think Routh was in it. There was a yeah. lot of people in that. Yeah, but that's smart because Michael Sarah is like. We all still see him as 19, but he's like 43 oh now. Oh, my God. Probably. Dude. Yeah. So this is the way to do it. That's smart. He's he's 40 going on 14. Yeah. <laughs> From what I remember. Well, when have we even seen him last, you know? Yeah, well, that's true. I don't even know. This is the end. This is the end, like 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> What was that? I was just saying, from what I remember, it was a pretty popular movie back in the day. It no, was. It, yeah, it was it big. Was good. It had a big cult following. It did well in theaters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 2019, or 2010. 2010. How old is he now? No, this is the end, 2013. Right. He's 34 years old. Holy shit, he's, he's been younger than me this whole time? <laughs> no way, really? 34? No, he was 34 in the... This is the end, right? Wikipedia. Yeah, he's 34, all right. Wow. I'm curious where the story goes from here. Because it was just a nice, you know, self-contained story. Yeah, what does he have to fight? More boyfriends? Yeah, that's... Yeah, I'm I'm looking... Yeah, his career has not gone well. Sausage Party in 2016. That was cartoon. 
But like Lego, the Lego Batman movie, dude. It's true. Like the last movie we saw him in was This Is the End. After yeah. that, it's just like a bunch of the Pauls. Of, oh, yeah, he's gonna he, be in Barbie. He came back. <laughs> Whatever. For, I think he came back for Arrested Development, but that's you know. Ah, uh, sure. That yeah. doesn't really count. Wow, that's kind of depressing because he's a he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, he's but it's good. tough when you look like you're 14 years old right. and yeah. you're an adult. I mean, that's uh, what happened to Macaulay Culkin. No wonder he probably plays in Barbie because he. As one of those childlike faces. Right. And he took his pants off and they were like, well, you don't have a penis, so we don't even have to do anything. Uh, TBD, am I right, Josh? Oh, shit. He was in The Boys. The Boys presents Diabolical. Of The Boys. The cartoon. Yeah. Huh. Okay. He was, uh, he was in an episode of that. Interesting. Yeah. So we'll give this show a shot? Uh, possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, Vin Diesel told uh, Total Film that Fast 10 will say goodbye to Paul Walker's character. We heard some rumors that he was going to be in it and they were going to use CGI. And it seems like that has been confirmed by Vin Diesel. But it's like I thought that's what Fast 7 was for, was to say goodbye to Paul's character. And we were all fine that they used CGI to put him in that last scene for two seconds to smile at Vin Diesel and... Vin Diesel smiles back and they drive away separately. Right. Why is it needed again? So is his car going to drive back into the world after they drove away separately? It is kind of weird. You so know? in Vin Diesel's world, four movies later, yeah, seven years later, we'll finally say goodbye to Paul Walker. Han wasn't dead this, and neither was, neither was Paul. Can we just let this man rest in peace? I you know. Mean, I nope. mean, geez. Nope. It's like Eddie Guerrero in WWE. They just can't stop talking right. about him. Right. Can't stop doing memorials money. to him. Yeah. All this type of stuff. You know, it's... Uh, still, I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be fun as hell. <laughs> You're still waiting for the rock appearance at the end? Oh, hell yeah. That we're not going to get. <laughs> also, uh, Thomas Hayden Church recently said that Sandman's return has been recently discussed at Marvel. This just seems more... Bad news. We don't need more of right. Sandman. I mean, he wasn't even fucking in Spider-Man No Way Home. Do people not realize this? This is what I said when I first saw the movie. I was like, you know he's not even in the movie. Like, he's doing voiceover work. That's why he's sand. Was he sand all the time in Spider-Man 3? No. Yeah. He was only sand when he needed to be sand. And yeah. then at the end, they just used old footage from Spider-Man 3. And they did the same thing with the lizard. Lazy. Just stop. Well, yeah. right, but I mean... Lizard we... and Sandman should not have been in Spider-Man No Way Home. They should have just focused on the other three. Electro, okay. Green Goblin. Fair, but Devil's Advocate, when we had those two episodes of Boba Fett that were basically Mandalorian episodes, that was just Pedro voice work. He wasn't in the suit. How do you know? What's wrong with voice work? I, wait, I thought wait, we established wait, wait. this. How do you know he wasn't in the suit? I thought we established this, that he, he was off... Filming something else or working on something else, so he only did voice work in the Boba Fett episodes. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I could be wrong, but I thought we discussed that. I don't remember, uh, I don't remember discussing that. Uh, if you mm-hmm. read that somewhere, I'll believe you. Obviously, uh, sure. That that. Well, well, the point stands. I mean, just because it's only voice work doesn't mean it can't be good. Yeah, but 
Well, it wasn't good in that movie. Well, not in that That's movie. That's what sure. I'm talking about. Fair. I mean, Plus, if you fair. hear something about I think about we've the resolved all of, this, all of Sandman's story. I don't think we need yeah. more of Thomas Hayden Church as Sandman. That's, that's my point. That's fair. I agree he shouldn't have been in that movie. Yeah. yeah. So that's all I got. Josh? Uh, so I have some interesting news. According to Deadline, Clayface will be in the next Batman movie. Yes! According to Deadline, Clayface will be a big addition to the sequel film. We haven't seen this yet. But the Robert Pattinson one. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yes. I don't care. I just want to see Clayface in a live-action feature film. We haven't seen this guy yet. Well, how are they going to do it? Because you know, like, like Christopher Nolan's trilogy... No one had superpowers, you know? It was like a realistic way right, with right. awesome technology. It seems like that's how the um, how this universe is going to be as well. So well, right. Clayface won't be a shapeshifter, like no. literally. He might disguise as other people or something, but well, he the, probably won't be a shapeshifter. Well, the original version of Clayface was actually a serial killer. Who would murder people and take off their faces. Okay, but that's basically what they just did with the Riddler. Right, but this is going to be... Is every movie just going to be Batman hunting a serial killer? It might be. Is there a problem with that? (laughs) Batman's a detective. That's what he does. I would love Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. Batman walks around a room for 10 minutes and finds clues. He, he walks wow. around a lot of different places and finds clues. Why do you have to be such an asshole know, just because it's not a Nolan Nancy. movie? That's look, I would love to see... Look, I agree. What are you talking about? I'm excited for Michael Keaton. I Yes. I agree that the first Pattinson Batman movie had a lot of problems, but the premise of the movie, Batman being a detective hunting a serial killer, I love the premise of that. They just didn't get it right in the first one but if they try it again and they get it right the second time right. what makes I would you be think the, they will it was a good because, movie people loved what, it what makes me Riddler's think they plan will, was to flood the city that's stupid there's he, always it worked there's always hope the first star trek movie like there was the original series in the 60s mm-hmm. they came back and did the first movie nobody liked it generally it was a piece of garbage and then they did a second movie no one was excited the first one didn't do well nobody liked it and then they did wrath of khan and that changed everything no one was expecting a great movie and it was fucking awesome there's always hope they probably had different directors they, yes they did obviously wow. but there's always hope there's always hope so oh, i will hold out hope for James Gunn's Batman reboot. Sure. That's what I will hold out hope for. I want for. to see that too, That's yes. going to be a good one too. I certainly have hope for that because James Gunn has not made a bad movie as far as I know. I don't know all of his movies, but <laughs> the ones I do know, they're all great. Yes. Uh, the other thing that I have is Deadpool 3 has gotten some new cast members. Uh, most notably Matthew McFadden, who plays one of the main characters in Succession. Oh, right. He'll be playing an unknown character. Of course, Josh brings uh, that up. Blind Owl and Dopinder will also be returning to Deadpool 3. Who's Blind Owl? Blind Owl. She was the, the black lady. Oh, right. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. I thought you said Owl. Blind Owl. Sorry. Blind Owl and, and Dopinder, the, the taxi driver. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, they got to be in it. So I thought it was pretty neat. You know, we haven't gotten too, too much of Deadpool news. So I saw this and I had to scoop it up. Sure. So 
Looking um, forward to hearing some more announcements dude, about it. Dude, James Gunn sure. directed Super. He did. What is Super? Oh, did you not see that? Mm-mm. It was uh, basically Dwight Schrute as a real-life superhero. Yeah. Oh, shit. With... Um, Ellen Page as right. the sidekick. That sounds pretty interesting. Wow. Oh, it was a great movie. He did Slither. I didn't see Slither, though. Slither was... You haven't seen Slither? Mm-mm. Oh, we got to watch that. Like next week, he did something called PG porn. Is it a scary movie? It looks like some porn parody. <laughs> no, we got to watch. Oh, Slither. They're, they're not all home runs. No, no, Slither's got uh, Fillion as the star. It's got Rooker as the villain. It's fucking great. What the fuck is Slither? Great movie. Yeah. So see, he hasn't made a bad it's, movie. It's it's like a comedy horror movie. Ugh. It's fantastic. It's really good. Too terrible. scary for Josh. Probably. That's all you got. Uh, that is all I have this week. I guess we can move on to Here Comes Men in Black, Men in Black, Who's Galaxy this Defenders. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I was reminding these guys of this thing that neither of them have any clue on. Like, not too long after the first movie came out, there was some awards show, I think, in the late 90s, and Chris Rock was hosting it. And the whole, it might have been an MTV show. It maybe. had to have been. Who had, else would have done that? Had to have been M- MTV. And the whole ad campaign leading up to the show was, it was like a parody of the Men in Black song. And it was like, oh, no, the host is black. For Chris funny, Rock. Lord yeah, Jesus. funny motherfucker. <laughs> and neither of these guys remember anything about that. I no, do not. But no, I do. I about that. Did, did uh, Will Smith slap him then, too? Oh, my God. Uh, that's where he first started developing the hate. He's like, look at him parodying my fucking song. That's where it all started. I mean, this yeah. this and Independence Day are the two best Will Smith movies. Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. And and Will Smith has made a lot of really good movies. But, yeah, it's got to be these two. And, it, and, you know, like, it's great to go back and watch these back when he was still very lovable and not like a douchey fuck. Right. <laughs> yes. Because if it was Dwayne the Rock Johnson that made that joke about his wife being bald, he wouldn't have slapped him. Uh, that's true. He would have sat there and taken it like a little bitch. Instead, he saw Chris Walk, Rock, who he towers over, and he was like, yeah, he won't do anything if I slap him. <laughs> did you, you know? guys see the uh, the Muhammad Ali movie he did? I did. I, I did. I don't remember it. I saw it once. I thought it was slow, honestly. Sure. I thought it was okay. Sure. I mean, it wasn't, you know, an action-packed movie. I mean, he did a good job. Yeah. I just thought overall the pacing of the movie was was slow. You you put this out as... He's a great actor. That's two, no yeah, question. Of two of his best movies, but... I don't know. He's done a he's done a, a lot of them. Wild Wild West. That doesn't compare to no, these two Josh. movies. Josh. I love Wild Fuck Wild West. Of course Josh. you do. I mean, also also um, uh, the the zombie movie. Uh, I am Legend I am was great. Legend. Legend. I Robot was movie, really good, but it's not Men in I Black. I Robot's good too. Day it's day not like I'm saying they're not good. Yeah. Like I, Josh, 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 Josh. I Robot is a fun little movie, but it doesn't compare. To Men in Black and Independence. Josh, I just, I, just, <sighs> I just said this two minutes ago. He's made a lot of great movies, but Men in Black and Independence Day have to be the best, too. Well, and they were back-to-back that's, years. That's, and that's not shitting on anything else he's made. He's, he's made a lot of, of great he's, movies. This is not opinion. It is. A, it, everyone it's, has their own opinion. It's a fact. No, this is not a fact. I bet it's the two highest-rated uh, movies of his career. Uh, I think we can find that out. Yeah, after 30 minutes. All right. Um, I mean, he was also great in that concussion movie. Yes. About the NFL. That was great, too. Yep. 
Independence know? Day gets a seven. Uh, I Am Legend a seven point two. A seven according to who? Uh, this is IBDM. Oh boy, that's oh, not a thing. No. And uh, seven point. <laughs> what was? What is it? What's the website? A seven point three on IBDM. Oh my god, uh, he did no. it differently again. Huh? Oh, oh, this yeah. is what he does. So I mean, if we're going according to the experts. Whatever they are. The experts said no, IDBM. Fuck. Yeah, no. apparently they no, say what? Independence Day. No, is Josh, lower. it's IBM, no. right? IBM, the website. I, I am IMDB. No. Oh wow, he did it, everybody! Woo! No, it's stop BM. going to websites you can't pronounce. It's BMI. Josh. ID, whatever, whatever. You don't fucking know what I'm talking look, about. Look in the. You asked me to bring facts, and I brought the facts, motherfucker. No, fa- Ugh, motherfucker, motherfucker, Jesus. What you need to look at is the mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes audience score because that's Rotten real tomatoes, people. Right, right. That's not froofy, head up their ass critics. That's real human beings smith. that watch the movie. Okay. I'll get back with you. Yes, please do. No problem. Uh, yeah, no, the guy's made a lot of good movies, that's for sure. Um, but Men in Black and Independence Day are my two favorites. That there you for, go. That's for sure. Thank yeah. You for that caveat. Uh, probably watch this movie once a year. I mean, it's always on TV and for good reason. I remember I showed my son maybe a year or two ago for the first time and he fucking loved it. I told him that there are no sequels to it. He was like, are there, are there more? <laughs> no, no. And I said, no. Next time I see Leo, I'm going to go, hey, did you know that there was a Men in Black 2? I will kick you in the balls. Josh, I will kick you in the balls. Don't you ruin it for him. No, this this movie is Uh, on the Shawshank Redemption major league level where anytime it's on TV, you stop, you just put the remote down. Yeah. and, And you just leave it. Right. This is one of those movies. And uh, it was funny when we were watching the opening credits. Uh, I forgot what exactly what you said. You said you mentioned something about oh, Tim right. Burton, right? Right. So immediately when the movie starts, the music starts, the opening credits start, and Andrew and I looked at each other, and we were both just like Tim Burton, right? <laughs> and we th- we're not sure what exactly it was because uh, Andrew found out that. Danny Elfman did the music for this. Yeah. But the director of this, Barry Sonnenfeld, he did the first Adams Family movie. Right. So maybe there was some kind of Th- this that that director must be a big Tim Burton fan. Uh, you know what I mean? Maybe. I mean, the opening credits especially with the fly, like it, it I felt like I was watching Beetlejuice when he eats the the fucking cockroach or whatever. It it did have a Burton vibe to it. It's I mean, as soon especially as the movie starts. The yeah. music too because you really only hear that kind of music in a Tim, Tim Burton film, but I'd want to go back and see the opening credits to Adam's Family and see if it's just literally the same font because we both were like, right. we, we've seen this, we've seen this before. Is it Nightmare Before Christmas like that font as well? Maybe. I don't know. Never saw it. Nightmare. It's not scary, Josh. It's a children's. That uh, sounds terrifying. It kind but of is. It, it kind of is, but there's it actually cl- is a lot. But there's clearly something there that you and I both had the exact same thought. Right. Maybe, maybe it was Danny. Never Elf even thought about that before. It's yeah. kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, every scene in this movie is so much fun. I mean, with the opening scene, the immigration officer pulls over a bus transporting some immigrants. Tommy Lee Jones shows up right away. I mean, this is. It's my favorite Tom Lee Jones role. He does such a fantastic job yeah. playing Agent K. Right. Him and his partner show up disguised like fucking on death's doorstep. 
It's like, why is he still doing this? This guy should have retired 20 years ago. <laughs> 30 right. years ago. Uh, Kay speaks Spanish to the immigrants to find out which one's the alien. And they, they, they're fucking talking to him. He's holding that guy's fucking head and everything. And one of the cops sees the alien. So Mikey, the alien's name, charges at him. And the old partner can't get his gun in time. So Kay pulls out his gun and shoots it right out, right as it's about to eat the cop. And... He gets the blue entrails all over him. My my thing was watching this now as an adult. I, I can't remember the last time I watched it, but you know, it's it's kind of weird when he's talking to Mikey there. Doesn't doesn't mind the two humans there. Right. But when the other human sees him, that's when it sets them off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think it's because they're too old. I think that alien doesn't prey on old old men. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> or I think it's just be like, you know, I can't be caught. Like it's fine that men in black knows about me. I think that's kind of what it is. Maybe. You know? Uh, so, yeah. I mean, that the, the guy that played that cop was great. Just of, like, his <laughs> shocked face with all the blue shit all over him. And, yeah, what a great scene. Having the alien just vaporized and then just... Ah! <laughs> and then just the splat on his face. Just all over him. And it was great so scene. cool as, as they're talking to him, you know, and he's still got that little glob hanging off his, off his uh, hat the entire time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So the cleanup crew, uh, cleanup crew arrive as Kay gives the cops the neuralizer, um, and and that's where I was also like, this kind of also has a Ghostbusters vibe to it, right? Yeah, you know, because you don't like when you first watch Ghostbusters. I mean, obviously you know what the movie's about, but you don't know like really what the Ghostbusters are. Just like what are the Men in Black? You know what I mean? Like it's kind of it's very secretive and. Mm -hmm. No one really knows about them yet. Then they got the guys coming out in like the lab coats to, yeah. to get right. the kind of spooky sci-fi comedy. Mm -hmm. I bet they were going for that as well. And sure. uh, the old partner retires. He tells Kay, I'll miss the chase. But Kay says, no, D, you won't. Oh, so touching. Which is, a, you know, ends up being a great callback at the end of the movie. Uh, then we see. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm just picturing him because like where he wakes up next. It's got to be a nursing home, right? Oh, yeah. And he's like, well, well after he, after he neuralized here? him, I think he just shot him in the back of a head, Maybe, the head right? and fed him to whatever alien was next. You're too, you're too uh, old to put back in the wild. We got to push you down. No, he's, it's like uh, instead of look at the flowers, he's like, yeah, yeah, look at the stars, buddy. Look at the stars. Oh. Also, oh god, Jesus that Christ. reminds me of the scene from uh, uh, Better Call Saul uh -huh. when uh, when Mike tells uh, the German guy he's just looking at the stars and then blows his right. brains out. Oh. Everyone likes referencing Mice of Men. It's been done so many times. Mm. The Walking Dead did it. Uh, yeah, no. So I saw Men in Black when I was ten, and when Tommy Lee Jones tells the immigration police, he's like, you know, please keep protecting us from the dangerous aliens, and he says it in a sarcastic way. <laughs> As a 10-year-old kid, I thought he was talking about aliens from outer space. I didn't get the joke at the time. Oh. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's always been interesting to me is when I go, like, I, I saw movies as a kid, and then you go back and watch them as an adult and notice how many jokes you missed. Right. Yeah. You know? They, I mean, the, dude, illegal the, aliens aren't really that that bad. Of the people. Mask, <laughs> starring Jim Carrey. I saw that shit when I was seven or eight. And when he's doing, like, the magic tricks, he pulls out, like, a used condom. This movie was rated uh, PG. Wow. He pulls out a used condom. He's like, whoopsie. 
Jesus. <laughs> wow. PG standards were pretty relaxed back then. Yeah, no shit. I still haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. It fucking holds up. Hmm. Uh, I watch it every few years, maybe like every five years. And I mean, it's it's a fun movie. Like, yeah, it's a kid's movie for the most part. But you might it is have fun. to add that in the mix sometime this year. I wouldn't mind doing that. We got to get some Jim Carrey movies in there. I can't remember the last time I've seen it, to be honest. Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah, Dumb and Dumber. That's liar, Liar. I love all those fucking yeah. movies. Uh, so, yeah, we we uh, we meet Will Smith's character, Jay. He's chasing down a criminal uh, who has a magical space gun that disintegrates when dropped. Uh, the criminal crawls up a building, but Jay meets him up there and holds him at gunpoint. And the... Bad guy's like, oh, you're you don't understand. Your world's gonna end, and then he blinks sideways. Uh-uh. And that's just what this movie does so well is every scene they show you something weird, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously you know they're aliens, but you're also like, what the fuck's going on? Right. And it makes you more intrigued to keep watching, and the bad guy jumps off the building, killing himself. And this is where we meet the unsung hero. Of the movie. You could even argue he's the MVP. Okay. I'm listening. And it was a lot of fun for Aaron and I to blow Josh's mind. Oh, right. (laughs) Because Josh did not realize that Vincent D'Onofrio, a.k.a. the Penguin. uh, Penguin. Oh, Lord. Uh, Vincent (laughs) D'Onofrio, a.k.a. the Kingpin. uh, You know, Vanessa. Where are you? I, I must have Vanessa. If you don't realize Men in it, black, you will die. If you don't realize it, go back and pause that first scene when he comes in and then just picture Andrew saying Vanessa the way Vanessa. he did. And then every time you hear that motherfucker speak going forward, you're like, I cannot distinguish it. Now it's it's so obvious. We we it's realized crazy. we realized watching this movie after Vincent D'Onofrio becomes like skin Vincent D'Onofrio in this movie. Yeah. The whole rest of the movie, this is early Kingpin. This yeah. is him testing out his Kingpin voice. New right. York is my city. Uh, but yeah, he's fucking great in this. Uh, classic 90s humor where he's arguing with his wife and outside we just see the spaceship from far away and, you know, the only thing that pulls its weight around here is my goddamn truck. And then, of course, the spaceship crashes uh, right through his truck. Damn. Uh, he gets eaten by the giant bug, and the bug, take, the bug takes over his body. And uh, it was a you know fun little scene. Goes back in the house. The fucking wife, who's... That woman plays, like, angry wife in every movie Talk that about she's in. Typecasting. Yeah, exactly. But as you... As- Sugar. <laughs> Give me sugar. She keeps on just pouring it. This this movie had such great effects and believability because for the first 30 seconds you see D'Onofrio in this movie, it's Vincent D'Onofrio. And then after that, it doesn't fucking look like him in the slightest. Right. You can't even recognize him. We're watching this movie and we're like, the fucking CGI from 1997... Looks better than Marvel's CGI from Ant-Man. It looks better than She-Hulk. How? How? This is 26 years ago. Right. Well, How does it look worse now? The reliance on a green screen, I think, is the big problem. You know? But but here, everything looked fine. Even some of, like, the little aliens. You know, when uh, later in one of the scenes when uh, Kay blows out the brains... 
yeah. of that guy and his head grows back. Like that that's better than She-Hulk when She-Hulk transforms. It's not even close. Not even close. Everything in this movie's better than She-Hulk. Yes. It's so upsetting. It it actually is. They do such a terrible job. It's depressing on the level of like the iPhone came out in what, like 2006 or something. Right. And it was like, holy shit. And now our iPhones are just not really much different than that original one. They're just bigger. It's the same shit. Yeah. So uh, next up, Jay meets Kay. Uh, Linda Fiorentino plays Dr. Weaver. She tells Jay that she believes him, and Kay gives her the neuralizer. And then that's where, yeah, Kay takes Jay to Tony Shalhoub's store. And Monk. Kay sh- Monk. And Kay shoots him in the head, but it grows back. And uh, Jay points out the gun. You know, I love that scene as a kid. Uh, do you have any idea how much that stings? Uh-huh. And uh, Jay points out the gun that he saw, and Kay tells Tony to leave the planet or he's going to shoot him where it don't grow back. Oh, nice. Dick joke. And Will Smith is like, yeah, he's trying to act all tough. He's like, he's still in shock. He's like, yeah, and I'm going to come back, check on these Rolexes. (laughs) Amazing. Uh... So Kay gives Jay the neuralizer, takes him to dinner, and then says, thanks for the egg rolls, kid. Makes him pay for it. Or an asshole. That's got to be so off-putting to get neuralized and then wake up and you're having dinner with some random man you don't know. But I guess the men in black, they can't pay for dinner, right? Unless you flash them. (laughs) Well, if you don't have any ID or anything, you can't have any credit cards. Yeah, I mean, you got to have cash, I guess. Maybe. Well, they made the point they don't have government oversight, so where are they getting their fucking money? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They have patents on a few... uh, uh, inventions from other planets like sure. Velcro, microwaves. Yeah. That's what he said in yeah. one line. He did. So, yeah, it gives him a car with an address. Uh, meanwhile, an exterminator shows up, uh, but uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, alien, brutally murders him in the most PG 13 way. Yeah. Uh, jabs that fucking thing down the guy's throats. And again, he sounds just like Kingpin yes. the whole scene, like, pest problem. Pest. Well, we do have a pest, and his name is Matt Murdock. That's good. I was glad. <laughs> and you I that. will exterminate him. And it will cost me more than a dollar fifty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's just to show us, you know, that this guy's dangerous. Obviously, right. Um. So Will Smith goes back the next day, and uh, the test that they make all those guys take, sitting in the uncomfortable chairs with nothing to write on, just stresses me out. Oh my God! For sure, you, I mean, I would it, really hate to be in that situation. It was like a five-minute scene of people just folding papers, putting it on a wall. It's a little dramatic, but, but yeah, it, it was funny. I mean, like the first, the first thing when uh, when Will Smith opens the thing, he's like, oh, immediately oh, rips it. Fuck, and <laughs> that's and that's like that's another callback because they they get that right. Just a weird, awkward scene in this big adventure movie. Ghostbusters got that right. Yeah, same thing. There was a lot of just random common moments in that movie he pulls up the loud table but i love like, it. you want to get in on you want to get down on this i, I love it you know you had all oh, those army guys that follow rules and everything but you got this take charge guy from the nypd yeah they're all boring yeah best we'll of the best s- of the best sir you know with honors <laughs> he's really excited and he has no idea why we're here <laughs> <laughs> movie's really funny yeah uh, the next test, they have them all shoot at fake aliens that pop out. 
Um, but Jay only shoots a little white girl in the head, <laughs> and and Zed played by uh, Rip Torn, R.I.P. But R. I. he was also great in this movie in his small role. But he's like, "Did uh, would you like to tell us why little Peggy had to die?" And he's like, "You know, I mean, I saw this alien and I was scared, but then I just saw, you know, he's just working out. Yeah. So like uh, something about like how would I." How would you feel if someone like busted your ass while you're on the treadmill? And then I saw this <laughs> other alien, but you know, as I looked, he he wasn't yelling. I thought he was snarling, but, but he was sneezing. He had a tissue in his hand. He was yeah. sneezing. Then we but got this like little white girl, eight year old white girl in the middle of the ghetto with some quantum <laughs> physics books. She's about to start some shit, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. seriously, in that situation, I think I'd be more terrified of the white girl too. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, these were all like fucking laugh your ass off jokes. Right. The first time you saw them and they're still funny. Yeah. And that's part of what made this movie so great. It's like, yeah, okay, Will Smith is in it. Yeah. yeah Tommy Lee Jones is in it. But all of the character actors, you've got ripped horn in a part. You've got Tony Shalhoub in it. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio. You've got D'Onofrio in it. Yep. Amazing. So then Kay starts explaining the history of the men in black, but Jay doesn't believe him until he meets the little aliens in the break room who love coffee. Mm. And they use them so perfectly in this movie. And then when they made Men in Black 2, they overdid it so much. Because they heard people like these little aliens, they put them in like half the fucking movie in the second one. Mm -hmm. And it was just overdone. Overkill. Johnny Knoxville was in it. It was so weird. God, that was, that's right. God, that sequel. This is why we don't talk about the sequel, and this is why I lied to my son. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's fair. And then Kay's speech in the park was great. You know, he explained, like, because Will Smith is asking, like, you know, why can't we tell everyone? Uh, he's like, you know, people are smart. He's like, a, a person is smart. People are dumb. Fucking stupid. You know, all that. And it's easily led. They're like cattle. Yeah. Such a good comment. And it's uh, it's a very true to life today. Very true. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So the next day, Jay decides to join and Kay shows him the main room. Uh, he touches a ball that breaks a bunch of shit. And Kay says it caused a famous blackout. I forgot right. if he said Chicago or New York. But whatever. Did you? But ever, it's like keep put that in a safe or something. A safe for sure. Did y'all ever play with the Super Bowls as a kid? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's. <laughs> yeah, it's what basically it me that like, thing. Yeah. Uh, then Kay introduces Jay to Brent and Bob, the two aliens that monitor mm. all the other aliens on Earth. Right. You know, like Sylvester Stallone. Ugh. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's Tony obvious. Robbins was one of them. He was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Newt and, Gingrich was one. And uh, Will Smith's, like, fucking grade school teacher or whatever. <laughs> it's I funny. like how they have cameras on them and all that. I times. know. They had cameras on, like, a tons of famous people and then, like, the one. <laughs> they have, like, a six-year-old men in black kid who's a spy or, like, a midget who, like, is acting as a little kid. Yeah, right. Like how'd how, they get that camera? Yeah, like, how in 1997 do you have a all-time... 24-7 camera on a second grade teacher. Whoa. Alien technology, of course. Oh, well, oh yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. You know. Sure. Uh, so Riptorn tells Jay, let's put it on. Put one on. The last suit you'll ever wear. Classic line. It's a great line. And then followed by another great line when Will Smith says, you know the difference between you and me? I make this look good. Oh, that's classic. And that was like, like the main line from the trailer, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that was such a huge line. Uh, then we have uh, D'Onofrio. 
like him being uncomfortable in the human body is so great. Uh, he he folds a waiter in half under the table. Mm-hmm. He kills those two aliens and steals what he thinks is the galaxy. And as he's walking outside, he's like still adjusting to the body, and he just like and he like jerks his arm out at some guy. And yeah, he has this one weird awkward scene that that Andrew and I both remembered crystal clear. He's just oh, yeah. like he's just like. Rah. That was always one of my favorite moments as a kid. I fucking love. I would always. I would like walk and try to act like him. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, so Jane K pull over an alien who isn't allowed to leave the states, but he says it's because his wife is having a baby. And uh, another fun little scene of just the the wife kicking Jay's ass, right, with her fucking tentacles, tentacle vagina, with oh. the twin towers in the background. But, uh, but e- R.I.P. Right. Yeah. But even better, this is all happening in the background. Yeah. Where Tommy Lee Jones in the foreground is talking to the guy like, "Oh yeah, what's going on? Oh yeah, okay." And in the background is ah. Yeah. Congratulations. It's a squid. Help me out, Kay. Oh, no, you got it, man. That was a cute alien baby. Was cute. Very cute alien baby. Yeah. Uh, I also love another just great thing is how they read the tabloids and they read the National Enquirer to find out info. Right. That's such a genius, like, thing to put in this movie. Just Mm -hmm. awesome. Because, like, you know, I remember when I was a little kid and we were in New York and I saw National Enquirer... Inquirer, Bat Boy loose in New York. Oh yeah, we all remember the and Bat I was like Boy eight, stories. And I was like, "What is?" I remember asking like one of my siblings. I was like, "What?" I was like, "Is this real? Is there a Bat Boy?" <laughs> They're like, "No, idiot." I, was yeah, like, oh, okay. I think everyone can recall a crazy story they've seen from tabloids. The yeah. Chupacabra is alive and well. Dude, I had to do a Chupacabra story at News 92 FM. What? Yeah. No. Yes. Y'all guys with the tabloids? Fuck off. I did. I had to do one where, like, these people were claiming that, uh, like, one of their fucking, like, pets was killed by a Chupacabra. But then at the end, I was like, uh, it was most, uh, some expert says it was mostly, like, a mangy wolf or dog or a coyote or something like, a mangy coyote. <laughs> That's usually what and it then, is. And then at the end, I was like, don't worry, it's probably not a chupacabra, but watch out for Godzilla. And then I played the roar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wink. Yeah. So that's how you make a boring story uh, interesting, a little bit more interesting, or at least fun. Yeah. It's so great when these movies take a little nugget of real life and just take an interesting way to yeah. sneak it in. Right. Uh, so the next day, interview uh, D'Onofrio's wife, and Kay uh, neuralizes her and tells her that Edgar ran off with an old girlfriend, but Jay didn't like that explanation, so <laughs> he gave her a better one. He's like, actually, you know what? You kicked him out. Yeah. And then he's like, go ahead and hire a decorator because damn. Uh, I, I'm with I'm with Will here. You know, why always give people a depressing story? Yes. Make it a little bit more interesting. I mean, Tommy Lee Jones, he's jaded. He's been doing this for 35 um, years. Yeah, sure. You know, he's like, he doesn't really fucking care anymore. Right. He's right, phoning right, it in right. sometimes. The 90s really were kind of the golden age of cool black actors being sassy in a movie. <laughs> right. Rush hour, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, then we've got uh, J&K visiting Dr. Weaving to expect, uh, inspect the dead bodies, uh, the two dead aliens, and Jane and Dr. Weaving have some deja vu because they've met before, and I like the part where she has him reach in the body, and she's like, you notice anything? You know, liver, heart, and he's like, nope, all fine. 
doctor, they're all missing. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, of course. That was the first thing I noticed. Uh, but then they all, she notices something on the, the ear, so they touch it, and the face opens, and there's a tiny alien inside. There's so many, like, really fucking cool alien moments in this movie. Right, and that alien looked really pretty good, especially considering it was back in the fucking 90s. Again, way better than She-Hulk. Yes, amazing. As, as soon as I saw that little alien, the only thing I could think of in my head was Quaid. Quaid. <laughs> God. He was way cuter than Quado from Total Recall, but yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, that's right. So the alien tells him, and this was another one of my favorite lines as a kid, when he's like, to prevent war, the galaxy is on Orion's. (laughs) What is word? (laughs) And then they help him out. Orion's belt. And Kane neuralizes Dr. Weaving a couple times, and Jay's reaction was great. Like the second time when... Will Smith like holds up the glass just to cover. He's like, "Will you stop that?" <laughs> you like, give him brain cancer. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, "Hey, Kay, you ever flashy thing me?" No. No. I'm serious. Kay, you ever flashy thing me? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good. good I didn't realize, but you know this this lady was like really cute, but she's only really been in like two movies. Dogma. No, 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 no. She's been in movies. Dogma she- and Men in Black are, I guess, the most the she- most notable. She's been in plenty of things, but she was really, she had like a, I don't know, a five-year stretch where she had some notable movies. That was, and, yeah. But like, and this she was, was like a, she was a femme fatale in, uh, I'm forgetting the movie, but she was like a femme fatale thing. N- nothing much else since, I mean. Well, so she got blacklisted for being a pain in the ass. Uh, oh. So she's Catherine Heigl. Yeah, apparently. Um, yeah. Kevin Smith okay. mentioned that. On the Dogma like DVD commentary. Oh, uh, yeah, dog. Interesting. It, dogma was the last thing, and she hasn't done anything from two, since two thousand and nine. Well, so, she uh, died. Oh, she did. No, I'm just kidding. Oh fuck! I was like, oh, oh R.I.P. So <laughs> Crazy did, bitch. Apparently. So what? She did uh, Dogma, Men in Black. Yeah, there's she's one where a, she's like a femme fatale. I feel Jade. Like it's called Jade. I think is the one you're thinking of. Yeah. Jade, yeah. But again, that was right in that like 96 to 2001. The last seduction is the one. Oh. The last seduction. Okay. Yeah, she had like a five, six year straight. Yes. 94, the last seduction. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of shocked. I was like, you know, she was was really cute. And I thought she was a pretty good actor here. But, you know, she hasn't done anything. I mean, that's pretty much since that's Hollywood, especially Hollywood back then. It's if you're an actress, you especially if you're an actress like early 30s, late 20s. Yeah, she was already in her mid 30s. Yeah, at that point, like you you've got five years and then you're done. Apparently, that's mm. that's just how it was. Interesting. But yeah, Michelle Yu winning uh, Best Actress at age 60. Yeah, uh, fuck yes. And then right, she was right, like, right. Uh, you know, she said, don't let anyone tell you that you are past your prime. Fuck Aww, yeah, good for her. That's such a good story. Yeah. So back at headquarters, Jay notices Kay spying on the woman he left to become a MIB agent. And uh, Will Smith is like, well, you know what they say, it's better to have loved than lost, have never loved before. And Kay's like, try it. That was nice. <laughs> uh, D'Onofrio murders a guy for towing his truck. So they go after him. Jay's given the noisy cricket gun. You know, I feel like I'm going to break this damn thing. And the big joke is that it, it's actually super powerful. It makes him right. fly back every time he fires it. And <laughs> Jay makes a huge cricket. mess. 
one of the times he shoots it and he ends up like going like through the windshield with his ass. Right. Yeah. It's so powerful. <laughs> and it's like every single time, you know, it's like, well, okay, why'd you give him that gun then if you didn't want him to? <laughs> if he's not ready for this giant cannon. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show you, like, what are the weapons that he didn't give him? Jesus. Yeah. This and I really like when, when Jay's like, yeah, come on, we got to stop him. And. You know, and, he's, and Kay's like, there's always a plague that's about to wipe out the, the this planet. And the only way these miserable people get on with their lives is that they do not know about it. It's very awesome. true. So many great lines. Very true. Uh, so then Kay, uh, <laughs> the next scene is when they go to that, like, uh, newsstand. And you see that super pale white guy. <laughs> and Will Smith's like, man, <laughs> there's not much. He's like, dude's definitely an alien. And then. The fucking dog ends up being the alien. I thought it was a, a great nice little, little twist. As well. Little uh, twist there. And mm-hmm. Kay interrogates the dog, shakes it around a little bit. And the dog tells him that the galaxy is actually very, very small. And then the dog walks away, barks at a cat. And Jay realizes what Orion means. Orion was By the, the way, name of the cat. Speaking of weird looking pale guys, the when those two guys get murdered in the diner, uh-huh. the big, super tall one. That's another one of those Barry Sonnenfeld connections because we were talking about Adam's family and the yeah. burden thing. That guy was Lurch from mm. uh, from the Adam's family movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, another thing too, when they were in that morgue and uh, they're like, "Well, do you know any notice anything unusual about these two guys?" Well, the first thing you should have noticed was that that weird that weird guy with the face. He was like eight feet tall. Right? Yeah, she was That's like, really yeah, she was like, well, just look at the bone structure of this fucking guy. Right. He doesn't even look like a human. He looks Neanderthalish, and he's like, you know, eight feet tall. You know, it's kind of fucking weird. Yeah, that tall guy's been in other stuff, I believe. Um, yeah, he was in a uh, a Star Trek Next Generation episode that I remember. Yeah, he was one of those like whenever they needed a weird looking otherworldly dude yeah. back then, just call him. Yeah, he's in a. He has a lot of small roles and stuff. Yeah, he's seven feet tall. Interesting. Nice. Hmm. So yeah, they go back to the morgue and D'Onofrio shows up, uh, rings the bell, and it's like, oh yeah, it's David Cross, another one of these right. smaller actors. Yeah, yeah. And right. uh, Cross keeps swatting some bugs in front of him, so he's fucked. Jay shows up, and again, he th- he's thinking that Doctor Weaving is flirting with him, uh, but D'Onofrio's hiding under the table. Uh, in the lobby, Kay lights a cigarette, but some goo falls on. And he looks up, and David Cross is on the ceiling, stuck to the ceiling, stuck which is ceiling. which is kind of a weird throwback to. Uh, I don't know if either of you guys saw the uh, uh, the '80s remake of The Blob, but there was a scene of that where uh, they're up in the um, uh, there's a movie screening going on. And the the guy's running the screening, and something happens, and he looks up, and some dude is stuck to the ceiling the exact <laughs> same way. Nice, yeah. So then the uh, Archelians threaten to destroy Earth unless they get the galaxy uh, in an intergalactic week, which is just one hour on Earth. <laughs> and uh, they're all like, "Oh, where where is he gonna go?" Where? And Jay's looking at a photo, and he's like, "Hey, old guys." That was funny. <laughs> Do those still work? And it's the fucking flying saucers at the New York State Pavilion. Uh, and it's another, yeah, like when they use real stuff and make it fiction yeah. is great. That's kind of funny. So then they're driving the tunnels and they got to get there quick. So Kay tells Jay to push the little red button that he told him not to push earlier in the film. 
so that they could drive upside down to avoid traffic while Kay listens to Elvis and and Jay's like, you do know Elvis is dead, right? And no, Elvis is not dead. He just went home. <laughs> I, I love how they have like this futuristic technology to make the car, you know, put a rocket on the car and it can it can travel upside down. But yeah. yet he's got an A-track player. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. That kind of Aliens still haven't figured that out. No. No, I like the, the scene where he's like, oh, this is going to replace CDs soon. And it's just a smaller CD. <laughs> right. That still could be on the way. <laughs> Not forward thinking at all. Just, oh, it's a smaller CD. Little did they know we'd all have these phones with music on them. Yeah. Dumbasses. Idiots. Uh, so, yeah, next up, uh, D'Onofrio gets his spaceship. He starts to fly away. And this causes the f- Mets... To lose to the fucking Braves again. So thanks a lot, aliens. Wow. And not just that, but the ball falls right on a Mets player's head. Like, dunk. Caused them a concussion in the worst way. I bet they still counted it as an error, even though it was a fucking spaceship. spaceship. (laughs) Fucking assholes. They probably all got flashy thing, the whole stadium. How did did they flashy thing the whole stadium? Because they all saw it. Well, I'm in like Men in Black 2 or 3... I think they do like have this giant one at one point. They have the where technology they, like, to just like a million people. Just flash a whole city. <laughs> they just put it on the billboard. Like, hey, this whole battle you guys just saw. And it's gone. Yeah. Or maybe like, hey, get your free t shirt as you walk out. And it's like they just flash everyone, hand him a t shirt, <laughs> hit him with the flashy thing. Uh, so yeah, Jay and Kay show up. They shoot down the spaceship, and that was a really cool scene mm-hmm. of yeah. just the spaceship crashing and like starting to go towards them. And yeah, we can't pass over this scene. This is just an all-time awesome. Like the two heroes with giant laser space guns, space guns shooting down a giant spaceship. They both hit it. Oh man, just then- like. Money shot of an awesome hero shooting down a ship scene. Amazing. Go figure. All it took was the two shots. Hmm. Another great thing was like D'Onofrio's body is decaying even more. Right. That it's getting older and he just crashed. Hanging off of him. He's just, yeah, it's so disgusting. And he's like, are you idiots? (laughs) You don't matter. In fact, in a few seconds, you won't even be matter. (laughs) That's a good line. Good line. Uh, D'Onofrio takes off his human suit and uh, we finally see his giant bug form and the bug eats their guns. So Kay gets pissed off. He gets eaten. He uh, gets himself eaten on purpose. Eat me! Eat me! (laughs) Thankfully, the bug swallowed him whole. Yeah, thankfully. And uh, Jay gets his ass kicked by the bug. You know, he tries everything, but he can't stop it. He's not strong enough. But then he sees some roaches like hanging off his arm. And he uh, steps on one. And I guess the bug could feel that. He could feel any time. A telepathic link. They can't yeah. feel it. any other bugs that get crushed anywhere else. All 78 million of them. Uh-oh. Was that your auntie? <laughs> oh, this must be your uncle then, huh? You know y'all look alike. Yeah, that, that whole uh, part was great as it's walking up to him and he's talking trash. And So what? If, if every time an exterminator goes to a house... And sprays does some bug on some planet 20 million miles away go like oh like what maybe you gotta be on the same planet 
I guess. Maybe they're like the last of us zombies, you know? So why wasn't oh, he yeah. why wasn't he just rolling around in pain the entire time? I don't think he's in pain. Mm. I think you just tell. He just mad. He's yeah. just mad. He just or mad. he just heard it. I mean, it was a very loud crunch. It was a and he was like, crunch. Is that my fucking did he just fucking you son of a bitch? He just step on my bro. Uh, big bad bug's got a soft spot. <laughs> yeah. So the giant bug's about to eat Jay, but Kay gets his gun back and shoots his way out, and the bug gets cut in half. Mm. Um, Kay calls Zed, tells him they got the galaxy. They start talking like it's all over. Oh, that was not bad for your first two days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the giant bug is still alive, and it's about to eat them, but he explodes for good this time, and it was Dr. Weaving who shot it. So it's that's the like, crazy thing. Interesting job you guys have. All this happened within the span of two days. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's crazy. So Kay loses a partner, gains a partner, and then uh, quits all in two days. I mean, well, I think it was Will Smith's two days on the job. So in reality, it was probably like a fucking week or something. Mm, maybe. Or okay. maybe like five days. So we'll, we'll give him a week, maybe a month, but still. Not a month. <laughs> yeah, but great stories can be told in a short amount of story time. Okay. I mean, it's it's great that it was Jay's like first two days. That's, you know, I mean, you save of, the world your first two days as an MIB agent. Yeah, so, some of the best movies we've we've ever seen have been... You know, young trainees learning the whatever it is from some mentor, and they've got to learn fast because their mentor gets killed or something. Look, who are they going to pick? You know, in that first scene when Will Smith is chasing the the bad guy, and the other two fat cops are like, oh, oh. I mean, it certainly wasn't going to be them. They couldn't have made any other calls to the LAPD or, you know, maybe maybe, uh, uh, Chris, Chris Rock was over there. Chris Rock doesn't run as fast as Will Smith. No, okay. No, Chris Rock. <laughs> or or Detroit, where uh, where uh, um, yeah, right. Uh, fucking what's his name from Beverly Hills? Beverly Hills Cop. Eddie Murphy. I'm uh, thinking of his character name, Abel Axel Foley. Axel Foley. Jesus. Abel. Axel. Abel Axel. Okay, so back to this movie. Uh, Kay pulls out <laughs> the neuralizer, and uh, he tells Jay, you know, it's for me. And he's like, I haven't been training a partner. I've been training a replacement. Oh. And he shows Jay how to use the neuralizer, and he says, I'll see you around, Jay. But Jay says, no, you won't. Just like at the beginning of the movie. Later, Jay reads in the tabloids that Kay woke up from a 35-year coma and reunited with his lover. What a great happy ending that they ruin in the next movie. Uh, We then see that Dr. Weaving is now an MIB agent, and uh, they make a reference to Dennis Rodman being an alien, and the last line is her saying... Not much of a disguise. Uh, and I mean, uh, uh, especially yeah. at the time. Good 90s I mean, joke. like, this is 97. Good topical 90s Michael joke. Jordan is still playing basketball. Right. Oh, sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We haven't <laughs> even had the last dance yet. Jordan hasn't even retired yet. This is still in the middle of that Rodman Jordan race. This last year was, socks. the last dance was 98, right? 98. Yeah. yeah. So, like, this is in the middle of their fucking second three-peat. Wow. You know? It's fucking great. And then the final shot is one of my favorite uh, favorite final shots of any movie ever with like them zooming out from Earth, all of the planets in our solar system. And then we see that like, oh, fuck, we're just these like little marbles that aliens play with. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love that final scene. It's going to show you how big the universe is. So this. Movie- oh, yeah. 
dude, we were watching this movie. I saw something, some news story that scientists discovered a black hole that is 33 billion times bigger than the sun. What the fuck? What? Yeah. That's why we watch movies and we drink. How do you even find that? How, you can't even, you couldn't even imagine how big that is. You couldn't. Nope. Because like the sun, how many earths could fit in the sun? Like 5 million earths could fit in the sun or some bullshit like that. Right. Then you have, so Sounds then you have like the sun, you know? So like this is the sun. My laptop is the sun and earth is like that little fucking piece of <laughs> spit. And there's this is 33 billion to come on, man. I mean, you what really want to have I mean, Andrew. We're pretty I mean, insignificant. I mean, you really want to have your mind blown in like, I don't know, five million years, 500 million years, whenever it is. The sun's just going to burn up the earth and all of humanity is going to be gone. We'll probably be gone way all before of, then. All of this is going to be, be gone. Honest. Well, this is all like this podcast. Podcast is gone. Oh, no, we only Tom have 500 Cru million years left. Tom Cruise is gone of this if, podcast. If you really want to have your mind fucked. I mean, this is all just a simulation anyways. That's right. <laughs> That's what Elon Musk told us. So this movie is basically The Matrix. They made, <laughs> they made a perfect movie and then tried many times to replicate it and failed. Ah, I still hate yeah. the explanation. I love Matrix 2 and 3. Of course Josh. you do. Of course you do, Josh. But I will agree with you that Men in Black 2 and 3. It's just there. a fun movie. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, definitely recommend it. Although, if you haven't seen it yet, it's been 26 fucking years. So I didn't so. realize this, but Vern Troyer is actually credited in this movie. Is who? He plays... Uh, the dog? No, he the plays... The alien baby. Yeah, the alien baby on the side. Oh, and the not oh. the baby that was born. I was no. going to say, An not extra. the alien baby. Yeah, so well, he, this is the this same year. Well, this, this okay. was before Austin Powers 2, so he wasn't even famous yeah. at all. Yeah, he was nothing. Yeah, so just Remember, he was also... Weird. He was also in uh, um, Jingle All the Way. You're right. That's right. right. Kind of like how uh, Big Show punched him right in the face. Kind right. of like how Warwick Davis was in Return of the Jedi mm. back when he was just a child and nobody knew who he was. Oh, was he an Ewok? Yeah, he was uh, Wicket, like the Ewok of that movie. Interesting. Gotcha. Before he was Willow. Yeah. All right, fan questions. Red shirt guy. Let's be honest, no one's going to see The Flash because of Ezra Miller, but his performance in the trailer seems very flat and emotionless. Uh, any fears his poor acting is going to bring the movie down? No. Uh, I actually think he's pretty good in his role. I he agree. might be a piece of shit in real life, and he right. might have done some really shitty things, but I do think he's talented. I didn't mind his Flash. His Flash is fine. Yeah. I mean, he as a person, he's an asshole. Yeah, I actually don't mind his Flash. I, I enjoy him. Mm. But but even if I didn't, nothing is pulling down Michael fucking Keaton. No. Yeah, like, definitely. what are we even talking about here? Yeah. Uh, Omar, I've never seen any of the Men in Blacks, and I never plan to. I'm going to say Will wow. Smith sucks. Motherfucker's always <laughs> crying in every movie. Wow. wow. He doesn't cry in this movie. He doesn't cry in he this one. He doesn't cry in Independence Day either. Well, well, he cries in movies now, but back in the 90s, he invented, he invented the whole genre of young, cool, black guy being sassy at some crazy situation he's thrown into. Independence Day, Men in Black... Like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, that that was Will Smith's thing in the 90s. Mm. 
And it was great. Everybody loved it. I just, yeah. it, I, I find it hard to believe that there's people out there that haven't seen Men in Black. That's crazy that this person proves yeah, it. Yeah, Omar, check it out, man. Yeah, it's well, worth I'm, a watch. I mean, I mean, you can't really be surprised by anything. I grew up in the 80s watching Indiana Jones and shit. I didn't see the Goonies until I was like 25. I haven't seen the Goonies. It's, you know, weird shit happens. Weird shit Andy happens. Piccone, who is one person on this planet you were convinced is an alien. That's easy, Josh. Oh, Josh. I'm not yeah. <laughs> no. Like a, like a dumb alien that accidentally landed here. They didn't no, mean to. No, if there's one person on this planet that is an alien, it's Elon Musk. He he is very, yeah. He's alien-ish. He's if, very weird. If we're talking non-Josh, either Shia LaBeouf or Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. Where's Shia LaBeouf? Well, Tom Cruise's religion believes that they are aliens. Correct. Don't forget yeah. Chief Nakahomer, ah, yes, the Tommy Lee Jones era from my youth, one of my favorite actors... I enjoyed this movie. Small soldiers, even <laughs> Batman Forever. Okay. Small soldiers. Men in Black, Small Soldiers, and Batman Forever. One of these doesn't belong. Small <laughs> soldiers, Batman Forever. Really? Come on now. I think maybe you're having a little member berries about him. Yeah. PCJ, I'm ashamed to say I knew the choreography to the Men in Black music video and I rocked it with a bunch of friends <laughs> and more than one dance in high school. Dude. Samesies, except I was ten. I would do the dance when I was when I would watch it on TV. <laughs> I love that music video. And they had that. They had the alien from the intro do the dance in the video too. Yeah. Now let's be honest. Uh, none of us could be trusted if we had our own neuralizer. But if you did, what's on your agenda? If you would use it one time. I mean. Do you just like might use it? For tell Margot Robbie that like you're married or something. Wait, use it on a. Dumb question. Use it on ourselves or on somebody else? On yourself. You're going to fry your own brain? I, I mean, wouldn't that be fun? Maybe to you just wake up. Wait, and but, like, you, but you can't what? use it on yourself. It's not possible. Okay. All right. So what would you do? Just tell Margot Robbie that you're her husband? Oh, boy. There's a lot of fucked up shit you could do with that. I just know, go to I've, the bank and be like, I don't uh, know if I could be. Uh, I have a million dollars in my account. Yes, you do, sir. No, here's what would be fun. Okay, I couldn't be trusted. You're you're a Jets fan. I'm a Niners fan. You let's say you go to a Jets game. Yeah. And fourth quarter, you get one of the giant ones that can flash the whole stadium. <laughs> you flash the whole stadium and go, guys, the Jets just won the Super Bowl, and everybody goes, ah. Yeah, but I'll know it's not real. <laughs> yeah, but just feeling no, all of okay. that. How about you flash me and then tell me the Jets won the Super Bowl? They yes. Did? Well, yeah, same seats. We'll do it to each other. I, I think, yep. unfortunately, Andrew, I think your Jets, uh, your your Jets self hate would be too too much, and you're like, no, no, I know that's not true. <laughs> Even then, I still won't believe it. Be like, Get the fuck out of here. Really? I don't know. The Jets got Aaron Rodgers. Bullshit. <laughs> Uh, it still hasn't happened. St- fuck I feel you. bad. I feel bad for you, bro. Oh, that's great. Uh, I do. Well, we're going to get him, and he's going to be better, better than Jared Goff. Well, they'll still have a better record. No, they won't. Steven with a V. You want to bet? How much you want to bet? I $100? $200? I think I'm definitely willing to put a dollar on it. That's not your dollar. Put those down. I'm definitely willing. Steven with a V. Andrew, Eric, Josh, Aaron, and Joe are all chilling at a park, and they see John Wick walk by. Out of the five of you... Who is most likely to be the secret assassin who attempts to kill him? I'm going to say Josh. 
Fuck He's no. just been acting dumb this whole time. I'm going the other He's way. He's really this genius assassin. No. And this thing, is just the... Yes. Yeah. No. The whole thing... I he think got Aaron us, might be the assassin. He, he, he got us all. We all thought he was just this weird dude. God, that'd be so great if that was actually the truth. Oh Who's my the God. secret killer in this group? Definitely me. We've but all just been making fun of this guy who could just slice our throats at any minute. <laughs> I mean... A movie's going to be made about you one I day. Mean, and yeah. not in a good way, Josh. I mean, I told you I keep receipts. I never forget. Casey Bailey, uh, what are your opinions on the mini, um, MIB sequels? Well, you know, we just talked about it. I, didn't even, I saw two and three. No good. I didn't even see the international one because fuck that noise. Oh, that was one with Thor, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, Valkyrie. I didn't oh, see. Oh shit! Yeah, I know. I didn't see two, but I saw three. Three was. I mean. It was time travel. Yeah. It, I mean, it's not on the level of the original Men in Black. It was. It was fine. It was. It was an okay movie, but it's after as high as they set the bar with the first one. No, because you had Josh Brolin playing Tommy Lee Jones' character, and that yeah. was weak. Yeah, Josh Brolin can only play Thanos or Cable. It's just no yeah. one. Just no one seems to learn that lesson when you make the perfect movie. Just stop and let it exist as a perfect. Also, movie. we forgot to bring up the fact that like, fucking five or six years ago, there were plans in place to do a Men in Black movie uh, with Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. As oh. their characters from Twenty One Jump Street, right? That it was going to be a crossover. Way, that right? would have been fucking amazing. Would it have? Yes. Yes. Are you that. kidding me? Are you shitting me? How good that everyone loved been? those two movies. Everyone loved those movies. Those characters and putting them in the Men in Black. Did you not world. see those movies? I saw the first Twenty One Jump Street. I thought it was fine, uh, but just with the subsequent Men in Blacks, knowing how bad they were, I couldn't imagine. They're both that too, they would be very they're, they're characters, they're both two idiots. You have you have fucking uh um uh Ice Cube like being the new men in black boss because he got promoted. That'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> like, no, you can't do it now. Right. But back then when you were making the 21 Jump Street movies, like you could have done it back then, and it would have been great. Damn, everybody wants a team up. Well, no, but that's just a fun crossover and that would that would be cool. And this it's is way better than the international one. Who cares? This is, what the fuck does it might be international? What does it matter? It's aliens from outer space. It's international. All, what does international even mean? No. Yeah, like just imagine it's like the eighties and Axel Foley decides to go start raiding some tombs with Indiana Jones or something. Even he could have been an MIB agent. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we're eventually gonna have Jurassic Park crossing over. With the Fast and Furious franchise. I, I wish. God, I wish. It'd be so fucking great. They're just the dino. Oh my God. <laughs> the T Rex is on him, and like, hit the nitrous. <laughs> and then the T Rex becomes part of the family, and he's their pet, and he's at dinner with. The- All right. <laughs> It'd uh, be a raptor, if anything. Yeah. Tim, uh, Josh, who was your favorite actor? Uh, my favorite actor. I think we did a top five list like some months ago, right? I can't remember what I had. Uh, probably Christian Bale. I would yeah, think so. Um, He's one of my favorites. I can't think of anybody right now, but I think Christian Bale. We'll go with Christian Bale. 
He's great in everything he does. Yeah, it's a really sure. hard. It's a really really hard question to ask. That's kind of like a you know. I need more research. What's who's your favorite child of all your children? It's that's hard. I mean, Harrison Ford. I don't know. It's like all time for you, but like right now. Right now, you know what? Actually, right now it might be Pedro Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> He's getting on fire. So much, getting so much Pedro lately. But I think as soon as Oppenheimer comes out, I think it's going to go back to Christian Bale. Is he in it? I thought he was, right? I don't think so. Ryan Reynolds, maybe? No, I think he is in it. I mean, no, I was saying Ryan Reynolds maybe is like a favorite right now. Oh, actor. Ryan Reynolds is good. He's just fun every time he shows up. I don't think, let me see. Let me go through the cast again. Maybe it's just because I associate Nolan with Bale all the Killian time. Killian Murphy, Florence Pugh, Matt Damon, Gary Oldman, Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., Jack Quaid, Josh Hartnett, oh. Kenneth Brenna. No Christian Bale. Casey Affleck, Rami Malek. Jesus, every oh, fucking wow. line will be a famous person. No, Christian Bale's not in it. Okay. Hmm. I just associate them two together. There's even more famous people. on. It's like, holy wow. shit. Who's who? Yeah. Craziness. Anyways, make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you are. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Hollywood Hog Pod. And please become a supporter of the show at patreon.com slash Hollywood Hogwash. If you like Pedro Pascal as much as we do, you can check out the Last of Us reviews that we did. Uh, all of the episodes are out already, so we reviewed all of them. And we're currently getting through The Mandalorian. So... Join us on there and you'll get a shout out on the show. Until then, we'll see you next week for Super Mario Brothers. Yahoo! It's a me. I hope it's good. Starring, and also Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs>